0: Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books Podcast. Tam knew better than to get caught spying on witches, but he couldn't resist watching their joyful dance. Can Tam and his horse ride to safety, or will they be silenced by the witches of Alloway? After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Barefoot Dance Stories collection. Samoshanter, a story from Scotland. In the town of Alloway, in Ayrshire, the old church, or kirk, as the Scots call it, had stood for two hundred years before its congregation deserted it for a newer one. Left to the depredations of wind and rain, the roof of the kirk fell in, and the walls tumbled part way down. And after a while, word got out that the place was haunted. No one went near it after dark. No one dared. Now, it was on a market day in the nearby town of Ayr that a young farmer, Tam oshanter rode home rather too late. He'd stayed after the fair's close, talking and laughing with his friends, and had paid no attention to the time. Suddenly noticing it was getting dark, he worried that his wife would wonder about him and that his horse would be too tired to make the trip back. But he could not stay the night, so with a fearful heart he started for home when the dark was already deeper than the light. He was making his way toward the old bridge that crossed the River Doon, which meant he had to pass by the very gate of the Alloway Kirkyard. Wouldn't you know it? but he got there just at the wizard hour, that time of night when the world balances between dark and dawn. What should he see but a blaze of light streaming from the kirk? It was quite odd, since the kirk was supposed to have been empty. What to do? What to do? Tam muttered to himself while wringing his hands. Fear had awakened some courage in him. What to do? What to do? The old folks say that running from haunts is as bad as running toward them. But Tam had forgotten that part of the wisdom. As if half enchanted, he got off his horse and decided to see what was going on. When he reached the gate, he could look right through the ribs and arches of the big gothic window that still faced the highway. He could scarcely believe it. "'there was a troop of old witches "'merrily dancing around their master "'who was keeping them going "'with the power of his great bagpipes. "'They were hopping and reeling "'and crying out with delight "'as if they were youngsters. "'Faster and faster they went about, "'clicking their fingers, "'lifting their skirts, "'flinging their legs about and twirling. "'Tam led his horse right up to the window, "'where silently he watched all the goings-on. "'It seemed to him that he could make out the faces of many old women of the neighbourhood. Why, there was Mistress MacDonald, the butcher's widow, and there was old Lady Carrick, and an alewife he knew only as Janet, and many others. They were dressed in their socks, their smocks, not in black dresses like the witches in stories. Their tartan sashes were hung over their right shoulders and down to their waists. What a grand time they seemed to be having, dancing the eightsome reel, clicking their fingers and crying out to one another. Ho oh there, and well done! Next they danced the highland fling, hands above their heads, kicking their feet up in the air. Then on they went to strip the willow, with four couples trading places over and over again. And then they began the dashing white sergeant in a great circle, eight steps to the left, and then eight steps back again. Tam watched further, his heart beating wildly as the witches danced strathspeys and jigs and a dozen more reels, all without stopping in between. He found himself tapping out the time on his chest, and his right foot marked the music as well. He was almost tempted to join in. But he stopped himself in time. If the witches noticed him at all, he would be in trouble for certain. So he kept his feet from dancing. As he stood watching, enjoying the music and the dance, but not daring to participate, he noticed one witch, a handsome younger woman, whose smock was considerably shorter than the rest, a cutty sark. When she leaped and twirled, Tam was so tickled that he involuntarily burst out with a loud laugh, calling, "'Good leap, Maggie, with a cutty sark!' At the sound of Tam's voice, the pipes groaned to a stop. The master's face turned dark and full of anger. He glanced around, growling like some awful beast. The witches all looked up as well, and one pointed out Tam at the window. Now I'm in for it, Tam thought, courage leaving him, for surely the witches would kill him. He let out a groan louder than the pipes. Then he turned and leapt back on his horse. Yanking its head around, he spurred it away at top speed. He knew he had to make it to the bridge before the witches could catch him. Once in the middle of the stream, no diabolical power in the world could touch him because everyone knew magic could not cross running water. The horse was as frightened as Tam, for behind and above them rode the witches on their brooms, screaming and cackling and crying for Tam's head or heart or whichever part of him they could get to first. So, rolling its eyes up in fear, the poor horse kept galloping toward the bridge, and Tam kept kicking its sides with his heels, yelling to it, Faster! For the good Lord's sake, faster! And the witches kept screaming for Tam's blood. Oh, but it was a wild ride! And then the bridge was in sight, and Tam thought for a minute that they might actually make it. The horse's hooves clopped onto the bridge, and they'd all but reached the middle, when one of the pursuing hags jumped off her broom and caught the poor horse's tail in her hand. Got ya! The horse reared and then leaped forwards, its tail as if blasted by a stroke of lightning gave way, and horse and rider clattered to the middle of the bridge. The old witch screamed out, I'll have you yet, Manling!" and she ran after them. But Tam and the horse were now over the middle of the bridge, and the witch could not pass further. Curse you, she cried as they galloped beyond her reach. They raced all the way home, the sound of the old witch's curses echoing in their ears. What Tam told his wife to explain away his horse's docked tail, no one knows but that tale never grew back. To its last hours, many years later, the hall served as an awful warning to any of the farmers of the neighborhood not to stay too late in Ayr Market after the close of the fair. As for the old Kirk in Alloway, why, the ruins are still there, should you wish to visit. Only be sure to do it in daylight and not at the wizard hour.